Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Shotgun, Blanchard, one back set, rolls right, pressure coming, throws, Middleton, go, to the gym of the hills. He lifts it to left, that one's pretty well hit, Hall on the run, that ball is gone. Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. What is going on, Cocky Nation? This is your favorite host, James Brandon Owens. Yeah, I called you by your full name. And Cody. I'm just going to call me by my first name. Uh, or as everybody likes to call me, Coach Hooks, because that's what I go by all, uh, all day. Well, you day are now. a wrestling coach, so I mean, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I know. But welcome back to another episode of Cocky Nation, where all things cocky are talked about on this podcast. And we have a couple things that we're going to talk about today. Some things that are cocky, some things that are not cocky. Um, I can't stop saying cocky. I mean, this is like the like statement of the century when you are a JSU fan. But let's uh, let's go ahead and get started. We got a couple things to talk about. We are going to dive right into basketball as uh, we are transitioning into the basketball season. We will talk a couple things with football, um, but. We want to focus on basketball right now. So the biggest thing that happened with basketball with JSU was our last win that we just had. And it was a great, great win because, number one, we were projected to lose this game, number one. Mm -hmm. Um, And number two, it was a very good game. It was very close. Uh, Jacksonville State was able to pull out the dub uh, against ETSU, uh, 63-61. to And... If you haven't looked at the stats yet, if you haven't looked at the stats yet, they are kind of nice. I actually really like them. Um, Shout out to Skylar Potter uh, for getting 27 points total in the game. Um, Mm -hmm. We had 12 for 20 uh 12 out of 26 three pointers 13 for 15 free throws 26 rebounds four offensive rebounds the list goes on um i'm super excited about these stats i think they uh overall i think these are our best stats um up to this point in the season uh but brandon go ahead and share your thoughts yeah as far as just playing a well-rounded game of basketball I think this was our best game of the season so far and maybe it's a turning point um although we did play really well against North Dakota State but at the time North Dakota State only had one win um I don't think North Dakota State's gonna do as good as we all thought they were gonna do this year um but I feel like we could I'm okay with our three-pointers because that tends to just get better as the season goes on. But field goals, we've usually been pretty decent at having some decent field goal stats. Mm -hmm. And that number, to me, is a little low for my liking. I agree. Um, I I think it can get a little higher. But our free throws, we were were pretty pretty good on uh, uh, free throws. Almost 90%. So I, I was very impressed with that. Watched a little bit of the game. 
they look decent um but it's it's still early like a sun when we get to the when we get to a sun play we're gonna have to turn up the heat a little bit and especially especially with our next opponent it's i mean we're gonna have to bring our a game i definitely agree uh one thing that i do find interesting uh with this game and i don't know if brandon you would agree with me on this but uh so king played 38 minutes in the game okay Mm -hmm. overall and which is the most out of anyone on the team but if you look at the number of points he scored he only scored four now Mm -hmm. in past games he scored higher um has played the same amount of time uh give or take but it's it was interesting to me as i was watching this game because we didn't see a lot of scoring from King, which mm-hmm. honestly we did. We did see a lot of assisting from him. He had exactly. six assists that game. I, I really liked him in that supporting role. I thought he looked really good uh, backing up Potter um, and as well as Roberts uh, during their times in the game. And I really enjoyed him in that supporting role because we know that King can score. We know that he's a good basketball player. We know that he has the talent to make those, uh, to make, I can't talk today, to make those baskets. But we didn't see a lot of that. And I'm okay with that, honestly. Uh-huh. I think overall that, def- uh, that defensive and assistive role looks really good for him. I th- I think we're starting to play better as a team overall, especially mm-hmm. with like I mean, yes, the stats aren't necessarily like stellar, but with the team performance in this game, I'm I'm very happy with the stats cuz this was the most um this is what how do I want to phrase this? This is the best I have seen them play as a team. The mo the most cohesive I've seen the team play. Right. I, I definitely would agree with you. Now, overall, our record is still sitting uh four uh four and four. We are still technically uh ranked twelfth in the ASUN conference. Um, but again, we are starting to see a little bit of that change, a little bit of momentum, especially since last week we talked about how as we get into the new year, it's time to nut up or shut up. We've, we've talked about this. And so I'm excited to see. I would like to see more of this uh, function, this process, um, the system that we're using uh, that we just used. Now, was the game very close? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, the score shows it. it's 63 to 61. We we stayed in there um, the entire game. We we led in the first half uh, 31 to 28, which was very solid. Um, it bounced a little bit back and forth closer to the end. But JSU ended up pulling out that dub, especially when JSU was projected to lose this game. So mm-hmm. we need to just keep working with that momentum, especially since our next game is a very large game um so tomorrow or depending on whenever this gets posted just to make sure it will probably get posted tomorrow so today so (laughs) today if you're listening to today december 8th um jsu will be traveling to utah if they're not already there in town today um they they are they are mm -hmm. 
So um, we play them at 9 p.m. and that's 9 p.m. Utah time, which is mountain time. I can't remember what the time zone specific is. I'm a history they're, teacher and I don't they're know. Either, I think they're Pacific to be on. No, they might be mountain. I, I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, we do play Utah at Utah at 9 p.m. It is going to be on the Pac-12 network. Um, so if you are having difficulty finding that, always double check with ESPN and uh, they usually can kind of guide you in the right direction. Um, I, I'm not one to shoot down JSU. But we're pretty sure we know how this game's going to run. I, I don't know. You give your thoughts first. Okay, so let, let me just make sure I have the appropriate stuff up in front of me. Okay, so Utah is currently ranked 7-2. Uh, they are third in the Pac-12 right now, and I don't know what the spread is for us. 14.5 in Utah's favor. Okay, so... I will say that number could be higher as far as the spread is. Uh, I honestly concerned. think it's a little too high. I think it's safely set at the appropriate odds. Um, now, do I know that the probability of JC winning this game is low? Yes, it is what it is. You got to accept what 9%. you got to accept. We have a 9% chance. <laughs> We have a 9% chance of winning this game. But no one thought that the football team was going to beat Florida State last year, and look what happened. Granted, Florida State looked god-awful last year. But the fact of the matter is is that you never know. We may be able to pull off the dub. Something may happen. You never know. Um, you know, the, the Hutzman Center may be just kind of the wrong temperature for Utah. Who knows? Um, would I like to see JSU win? Absolutely. Um, but you just, you just don't know. Um, I think overall my biggest takes on this would just be work with the system that works. Okay. Let, let's play it. Let's play it safe. Let's play it strategically. You know, what we played with ETSU adapt the same thing. If somebody has to take the, take the step up and say, okay, instead of me wanting to score a bunch of points, let me let this person score a bunch of points. If it's Potter assisting King or King assisting Potter, then just let it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, let's not try to fight for the ball. Let's not try to, you know, pull off any like, you know, funky, uh, funky shots. If we don't have to, let's play a strong game. Let's play a smart game. That would be ultimately what I would say. Um, focus on that defense. You know, that's one of the biggest things that I saw us struggle with when we uh, when we played Alabama. You know, Alabama was hang, uh, was ranked super high in the SEC. Um, look what the score ended up being for us mm -hmm. on that. Um, Luckily, Utah is not ranked in the top five, uh, top 25. It is not. However, they are still third in the Pac-12. And so however you want to take that, it is what <clears> it is. So we just got to play smart. We just got to play a smart game. Yeah, um, I think when you look at the team stats, um, JSU is scoring more points per game than Utah, um, but JSU is allowing more points per game than mm -hmm. Utah. Utah is holding its opponents to an average of 58 points per game. 
Um, field goal percentage is about the same. Uh, rebounds is, I mean, Utah is a Utah is out rebounding JSU by a good bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the assists is pretty much the same. Uh, blocks pretty much the same. May, maybe slightly favored in Utah's favor. Um, but here, here's here's what I find interesting. Utah is a good defensive team if you look at how many points they're allowing their opponents to to score. JSU defensively is a good like they have about seven steals average per game. Mm-hmm. So w- compared to Utah's four, so maybe this could be a lot closer than what we think. I mean, Utah did lose to Sam Houston earlier in the season. So, and, and they lost to Sam Houston by 10. So may, maybe, just maybe. Um, that that's, that's why I think this spread is a little too high. Because I think there's some vulnerabilities that Utah still has. And... JSU is a smart basketball team. Uh, they haven't shown it at times, but overall they are a very smart basketball team. Uh, so I think that could probably play in JSU's favor if they can execute um, pretty well in this game. They, they they could stand a chance at upsetting the Utes. I definitely agree. And uh, we definitely will be uh, checking back on that uh those predictions later um but brandy do you have any other thoughts uh on basketball right now uh just pray for our boys because this is probably one of the bigger games our program has ever played Mm -hmm. um utah is a pretty pretty good opponent like they they usually are really good in the pac-12 so let just just pray for our boys to be able to Give a give a good game. I definitely agree. Um, well, with that being said, um, we are going to kind of flip the script a little bit. Um, so even though JSU football, as you know, is ended, um, we've we've talked about what that looks like and you know so on and so forth. Um, but FCS football is not over. Okay, so if you're still keeping up with it. Um, we are in not the quarter. Uh, we are currently yes, we are in, in the quarterfinals. Sorry, I always get it mixed up. Uh, so we are currently in the quarterfinals. We still have eight teams that are a part of it, and you know nothing is set in stone yet. Um, we've seen some very, very, very solid games as far as FCS is concerned. So currently, we still have uh, South Dakota State, who's ranked number one. Holy Cross, who's ranked at number eight. They are playing uh, this Saturday at eleven a.m. Uh, Sanford number on six ESPN two. On, on, on ESPN two. On ESPN two, I think. Something like I that. I think that's correct. It's on one of the ESPN networks, but I'm I'm fairly certain it's ESPN two. There's right. there's three FCS games that are on television. It's on ESPN, not ESPN two. Okay. So we do. Uh, so that game will be happening. We also have uh, Sanford, who's ranked number six right now. They will be traveling to uh, good old Fargo uh, to face off against North Dakota State. Bless them. Uh, who's ranked number three? Bless them. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Bless a tough game. Bless them. Okay. Um, and they play at six p.m. Um, 
On ESPN2. On ESPN2. Okay. Um, On Friday, uh, we have another game happening. Uh, Both the the next two games I list are going to be on Friday. So on Friday at 9.15 Central Standard Time, uh, William Mary, who's ranked number five right now, will be facing off against number four Montana State. Um, And then we also have Incarnate Word, who will be facing off against Sacramento State at... 9.30 9.30 Central Standard Time uh, as well. So let's start uh, one by one. Uh, so let's go back up to the um, South Dakota State and Holy Cross game. Um, I think this is going to be a solid game. You know, I think overall um, we're fairly certain we know how this game's going to go. South Dakota State has been completely dominating uh, all their opponents. That, uh, they beat San, uh, St. As, Francis. As a lot of people say, South Dakota State's just on another level right. than the rest of the FCS, and that's including North Dakota State. Oh, of course. But, uh, you know, South Dakota State got the bye. They faced off against Delaware. Delaware had a really good-looking... A good no, just, just let me finish. They had a good-looking game in their eyes against St. Francis, uh, 56-17. Okay. But then when they traveled to South Dakota State, they ended up losing that game 42-6. to um, And so I, when you look at the games that Holy Cross played, they played – uh, New Hampshire. They struggled a little bit with New Hampshire. I would have, I would have liked to see them if they were ranked number eight. I would have liked to see that uh, that spread a little bit higher. Um, but it is what it is. Um, but I'm gonna pull for South Dakota State in this game. So with Holy Cross, I mean, congrats on a fantastic season. They've they've posted their first 12 and 0 start in program history. So congrats, mm-hmm. guys. Um, but I mean, Holy Cross was actually predicted to lose against New Hampshire, and by a lot of people, the I think Holy Cross was favored. Let me double check real quick. I would definitely double check. Uh, Holy Cross was favored by seven, so Holy Cross did cover the spread. Um, but a lot of people, uh, predicted holy cross to lose including myself um i i just thought new hampshire was a a lot better team a lot more talented um but i was wrong um but i think i think holy cross's success comes to a speedy halt against south dakota state um yeah it's not gonna be pretty i think the the prediction that i had for this game was like 35 14 like it's gonna be bad yeah i i've probably put up just a little bit higher honestly but that's just me um so we're both in agreement it's gonna be south dakota state that wins that game okay um next game is gonna be north dakota state versus sanford now okay i know what brandon's gonna say but just, just hear me out, okay? What do you think I'm going to say? So, Southeastern Louisiana struggled with Idaho, okay? Southeastern Louisiana threw in a decent game against Sanford. Now, Sanford had some problems overall. You know, their backup quarterback came in, and and that was, you know, kind of like the decision maker there. 
when you look at uh, when you look at North Dakota State, they ended up beating Montana forty nine to twenty six. Um, I would I would be lying if I did if I if I didn't say that Sanford though most likely will lose this game will not at least put up a decent game. I think Sanford will get about two or three solid touchdowns. Now, Fargo is a tough place to play. We know this. However, um, one of the advantages that I think that Sanford has um, that, you know, with them playing in North Dakota State is, number one, Fargo is a dome. Okay, they play in a dome. Uh So it's not like you're playing in Maine where it's going to be butt crack freezing. Okay, Um, we're playing in a dome where it's going to be a better arena. It's going to be a better place. Um, And, you know, with them being from Alabama, it's going to be something that just don't don't count them out completely. I think. They'll put up a decent game. Yes, North Dakota State will probably win this game. I I still think it's going to be closer than people think. I'd like to believe that. So Samford has had a, again, another team that has probably one of its best seasons in a very long time. I think the last, I mean, they're playing for a chance to go to the semis, and the last time that happened was in the 90s. Like that was the last time Sanford went to the semifinals. Um, now, granted, it was a smaller field back then, um, but um, I agree. I think Sanford has the potential to give North Dakota State fits, but I think it's going to be early on. I think the further this game goes, the worse it's going to get. Um, I mean, you could you could see North Dakota State get ahead like thirty one. 14 and then they put in their backups and their third strings and Sanford gets some like a like a field goal or a couple of touchdowns and makes the game look a lot closer than what it actually is. Um, I just think it's going to be really hard for Sanford to go into the Fargo Dome and get this win. It'd be impressive if they did and if they did and depending on how one of the other semifinals go Sanford could host the semifinals in Birmingham so if that was the case I'd love to be at that game well sadly I cannot I wouldn't be able to either on the 16th I'm going to be traveling to uh to 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 uh uh Disney World so yeah well my sister's getting married so yeah you know your 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 sister would absolutely oh she would murder, murder you she would she wouldn't she just would murder absolutely me. murder you um, but i i think i think the score is going to be something along the lines of like 38 24 um, I, I can go I, with that score i think i mean the spread is set at 17 and a half and i first saw that spread i was like sanford's definitely covering that but it's still going to be a pretty wide margin win for north dakota state right now uh, on the other half of the bracket, okay, um, we have William and Mary, who's ranked number five, and Montana State, who's ranked number four. Now, if you ask me, do not, do not sleep on William and Mary. Oh no, absolutely not. 
I this, I'm this, listen. I'm I, I, every Bobcat fan is going to hate me right now. Uh, but I saw how y'all played in uh in, in the national championship. Um, yes, you, I, I already hear the comments being written down right now. Well, at least our team made it to the national championship. Doesn't matter. You blew it. You absolutely blew it in the national championship. And they struggled in the second round against Weber they, State. That's the second yes. time they struggled with Weber State. Yes. And 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 you shouldn't have struggled as much as you should. I now, like, listen, I know this game's probably going to end up becoming a really close game, probably up to a field goal. Um, but I am going to pull for William & Mary. I'm going for the underdog here. I think William & Mary has a solid shot. They got a decent offense um that's that's backing them up a good quarterback that's uh that's you know going to show some prominence and i don't know i i i'm i'm gonna pull for the underdog here so these teams run very similar offenses they're they're both run heavy um their pass defense is not that great their rush defense is do i have I'd have to look at the stats and I'd have to go back and listen to FCS fans nation, but I think their rush defense wasn't terrible, but their pass defense was. Um, but like, if you look at like the rushing game, these two teams are literally at like two and three. So this is going to be a very fast game. Fast meaning it's not going to take very long for this game to be played. Um, now, granted, I will give credit where credit is due. It's hard to play in Bozeman. It's very hard to play in Bozeman. Um, but this William and Mary team is was like I I personally thought they were not going to do well this season whatsoever, and they have just proved me wrong this entire season. And and the same can be said for Samford, but we're not on that game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm. I have to go, William and Mary. I think it's going to come down to like whoever has the ball last, and it's just going to be back and forth. Um, the score I have for this game is twenty-eight twenty-four, William and Mary. I can hear all, again. I hear all of the Bobcat fans just absolutely wrecking us right now. I I I, I, I hear them calling uh calling SCS fan nations and they're going to say cancel cancel them right now um but hey it is what it is you should have canceled your flights to uh to uh, Frisco last year but hey it is what it is i mean you saw all the memes where they they it was they, it was a you bad saw game the plane for them. plane took off they're all sitting on the on on the uh on the uh what's a tarmac so I mean that game last year was just bad, and I mean, what are they gonna th- do? To me, to me, Montana State has not lived up to potential. Yeah. I mean, what, what are what are what are Montana State fans gonna do to me? Uh, kick me out of FCS? We're, 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 we're on we're, our way out. Oh, so we're on our way out, anyways. So <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, last game is Incarnate Word and Sacramento State. Okay, now I would also say that this is a keep an eye out type game because yes, I agree because Richmond completely dominated Davidson, but then Richmond held out against Sacramento state. It was only a seven point like difference. It was 38 yeah. to 31. Um, so that's on one side. 
And then on the other side, Furman Furman ended up beating up uh, Elon. And then Furman ended up uh, holding out against Incarnate Word. And it was only, what, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, a three-point difference? It was a field goal. So this is going to be a very, if, if I was to watch any game on Friday night, this would be the game to watch this and William and Mary and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and Montana state, because these are the games that like they're on the bottom end other than Sacramento state. Who's ranked number two right now, which some people would argue that they shouldn't be ranked that high, but Hey, I'm not part of the FCS fan nation podcast. Uh, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. If you ever want to add me on. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that this is going to be a solid game. You know, they, they're playing in Sacramento State. I, I, I just see this being a very, very good game. I think this is going to be a heavy, like, scoring game overall. I think it's going to be up in the – I would argue it's going to be up either into the high 30s, even into the 40s as far as, like, scoring-wise. Because I think the one thing that both of them do struggle with is the defense. I, I think their defenses are not terrible, but they could be – a hell of a lot better um and i think that whoever wins this game is gonna have a rude awakening to face when they play in the semifinals um so the one thing that incarnate word has going for them is that they have who everybody thinks is going to win the walter payton lindsey scott jr who is phenomenal he is phenomenal i have enjoyed watching him play all season long Mm -hmm. but sacramento state has some really good key players they actually have a two quarterback system they have a quarterback for passing and a quarterback for running o'hare is the quarterback for running and then you throw scatabo their halfback running back anyways Mm -hmm. the guy that gets the handoffs he i mean you put those two together i mean I watched the Richmond game and Richmond could not stop either one of them on the ground. So it'll be interesting. I mean, Sacramento state is up there as far as rushing offense. Um, Incarnate word, I believe is number one in passing off, uh, passing offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one thing I want to look at because it was very interesting and i think it's this is the reason it's going to keep the game close if i can find it there we go yeah so the rushing defense for incarnate word is not even in the top 50 from what i'm seeing Mm -hmm. oh wow there's jacksonville state We're struggling here, y'all. Yeah, sorry. I tried to pull it up before Cody finished, and I couldn't. I moved too fast for him. Yes, you do. You'll be okay. Okay, Incarnate Word is ranked 42nd. So they are in the top 50. They are ranked 42nd as far as rushing defense. Um, and then Sac State's passing defense. Let's get over there real quick. Where to go? Passing yards allowed. 
I think Jamie said Sac State's is like in the 90s. Yeah, 91st. So one weakness is a strength for the other team. So I think this game is going to be really, really close. I think Sacramento State is going to run it down Incarnate Word's throat. I think Incarnate Word is going to pass it uh, like just air complete air raid. Um, and it's going to be a back and forth game. But I think in the end, because there have been so many close games for Sacramento State um, against tough teams. Now, granted, they've won, they won all of their regular season games. Um, their regular season games. So, I mean, but when you play two back-to-back really good teams in the playoffs, you're mm-hmm. going to get stopped eventually. And I think, I think they get stopped this time. So, my score is going to come down to the wire. Uh, probably within the last three minutes, just like it was for Incarnate Word and Furman. Um, I have Incarnate Word winning 49 to 42. Okay. Um, I still think that Sacramento State will end up pulling out of this game. I do believe that it's going to end up being by a field goal uh, nonetheless. So I would say the score for me will end up being um, probably 38-35. That's, I think that's where I'm going to land as far as like score-wise, um, but that that's just me personally. But, All right, so we just one team difference for us. Right. Um, but, you know, hey, that's just me being, um, as, as, as the sign says, uh, you know, cocky. Um, but speaking of cocky, um, we want to do our last prediction, our cocky prediction, which is for that Utah game that we're having tomorrow, today, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, Brandon, I'll let you go first. So I think this game is actually going to be within 10 points. Um, A lot of students are going to be heading home. Now, granted, I don't know Utah's academic calendar, so I don't know how many students exactly are going to be going home right now, but they may look at this team and be like, who the heck is Jacksonville State? I've never heard of them. I don't want to go to this game. Um, so I don't know. I'm, but I, if you look at the stats that we were reading off earlier, I think it's going to end up being a lot closer than 14 and a half. I'm going to say it's probably going to be maybe a nine or eight point difference. Um, but I'm picking Utah. Um, I will also agree with you on that. Listen, JSU, you know, we love you, but we're just being brutally honest. Um, I will say that it's going to be a 15 point difference. I'm going to oh, go so you're taking the over. I, you're taking Utah to cover. Yeah, I think I'm Utah. taking JSU to cover. Um, I'm taking. Well, I think it's going to be a 15 point difference. I think JSU will throw in a really solid game. I think they'll come back in the second half, but I think Utah will end up taking this game. Okay. That's that I think that's my final prediction. I think you're wrong, but yeah, we'll find out. But you know what? 
we'll figure it out. And next week, we'll definitely talk about it because you know what? We do this almost every week. Now, we do want to go ahead and kind of pre-warn you guys. So next week, uh, we will have a longer episode uh, just to kind of um, talk about overall the um, uh, different games that will be coming up. And then we are going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus, uh, a time, because we are getting closer to the holiday season. Like I said, I will be traveling next weekend um out of town to go to orlando so i won't even be around um for a couple days and then brandon he's got his own family he's got a wedding to catch um so i i definitely again if, if plus i'm just, going to frisco for the championship game exactly um brandon please tell your sister i mean she already knows but please remind her that i absolutely 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 love and adore her um and please let her know and josh that uh that i absolutely love them both and wish i could make it to the wedding um but regardless we want to thank each and every one of you for listening please catch us next week as we talk about some more of the basketball games we'll catch up on what the playoffs look like for the FCS uh, football games. And then, of course, if you're not following us on social media, you need to go to our social media platform. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Uh, most of them are cocky underscore nation, except for on Facebook, where we actually have a full name. And it's cocky nation, a JSU podcast. And, you know, of course, we want to also thank all of our FCS Fan Nations fans and uh, friends that continue to support both this platform as we continue to mention and support the other platforms because, again, we, we, we would love to stay on this platform post uh, post next year. But, you know, I'm going to keep saying it until it becomes reality. Um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is because even though we may be making the change, we'll never make the change in our hearts. Did that sound heartfelt, Brandon? Yes, it, it most certainly Then we're certainly definitely going to take it. But again, thank you guys for listening. Brandon, any last thoughts? Uh, just, I'm ready to, I mean, I love doing this. I really do, but it starts to get a lot, just like school does. So I'm ready for a little bit of a break and spend time with family and prepare to see our fellow podcasters uh, on this network in Frisco and just enjoy spending time with each other. So I'm, I'm really excited. I hate that next week is our last episode before we basically take our winter break, I guess you could say. Um, like but yeah, we're... I even get a break. What is a break? I, I, why did you have... We're, I'm about to be a teacher. Why did you have to say that? congratulations you won't have one but again thank you guys we really appreciate you guys and uh we love each and every one of you of course you know go gamecocks and fear the beak